welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 2.5 of the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. I am Catherine White, and I am back here today to talk with you about doing the inner work. In today's episode, I am continuing the series around ways to live with cancer in an exceptional way. And again, I just want to remind you that you don't have to do or be all of the concepts that I'm talking about in this series. Even just embracing a few of these things can make a difference in your life with cancer. So today's episode is me talking about the importance of doing inner work around unresolved emotions and holding on to stress. This is the introspection that exceptional cancer patients do to heal themselves on an emotional level. So we're going to take a look at inner work as part of your healing process, why it's important, and I'm going to give you a few things that you can do at the end of the episode that can help you with releasing those emotions and doing that inner work. So before we begin, I'd like to personally invite you to my upcoming online workshop. On Saturday, April the 22nd at 12 p.m. Eastern, I'm hosting Strategies for Living with Cancer, How to Love Your Life Outside the Doctor's Office. This workshop is a one-hour look at what you can do to live your everyday life, the life the medical world doesn't tell you about when they give you your diagnosis. I'm going to be talking about supporting your body, managing your stress, and why taking care of yourself is so important to healing your body, mind, and spirit. You deserve to enjoy your life even when you're living with cancer. There are so many things that you can do to support yourself as you move through the process, and I want to share some of them with you. So mark Saturday, April the 22nd at 12 p.m. Eastern on your calendar and head to the show notes to grab the link, or you can find the link in my Instagram bio at Catherine White Cancer Coach or on my website, catherinewhite.coach. That's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N-W-H-I-T-E dot coach. So let's get started. When I first decided to become a cancer support coach, I thought that a lot of my work would be around what to eat and daily lifestyle practices. What I discovered was that my clients think the same thing until they start getting coaching. Then when their stories start to come out and they start to share their emotions and circumstances in their life, things switch gears. I thought the same thing when I hired a life coach. I thought it would be more daily stuff. What happened changed my life in the best way. My coach started to take me inside to look at my thoughts and aspects of my life that I had tucked away. As I started to see what I was thinking, it allowed me to process what I was feeling. And this has made a huge difference in my healing process, even all these years after my original diagnosis. I actually wish that I had discovered this and started it sooner that it had been available to me because it has allowed me to learn and grow so much. My clients experience similar release. They get the chance to do their own inner work and to let go of the things that they are holding on to or aren't even aware of. For me, as I said, this has been life-changing. I have been able to forgive myself and release my guilt for getting cancer and the impact that it's had on my family. 
I have been able to do the grief work around many, many things, not just cancer, that I was holding on to. And I have learned by looking at my thoughts how to reframe them to see life with cancer in a more positive and hopeful way. Going inside with the help of a guide and with support is the best work I have ever done for myself. I tried therapy and it didn't help. I didn't want to keep telling the narrative I had lived. I wanted to deal with the now and moving forward. Working with a coach is just that, like dealing with now, not ruminating in the past. And so, as I said, I've released emotions that I've held on to that existed after cancer, but also pre-cancer. And I've learned to see life in myself with a more loving perspective. And I've learned how to use my cancer story to see who I really am as a person, like who I was really meant to be, but that these emotions and these past experiences were clouding. The person that I've learned to see is the person that I love so much and I'm so grateful to have found. And in turn, this has allowed me to become a coach so I can offer the same support to my clients. So all of that saying that doing this inner work is really good stuff. All right, here we go. I'm going to start with a quote by Mark Twain. He said that anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything on which it is poured. Now, if you've been following me, you will have heard me say that everything you put in your body matters. This is what Mark Twain was saying. Storing and repressing does more harm than good. And this includes your emotions. You might have thought she's going to talk about food, but that's not it. It's not just food. What you put in your body emotionally is so important. Holding on to emotions, burying them, and not processing them is so unhealthy for your physical body. Kelly Turner says in her book Radical Remission that her research has shown that illness is a blockage on either the physical, emotional, or spiritual level in ourselves. This is why I love doing the mind, body, and spirit work. Turner's analogy is that our body is like a city and it has to have a garbage removal system that's functioning and running smoothly in order to get things moving along and to keep things flowing. And this is a great way to understand that we need to get stuff out so that it doesn't back up and block things up. Now, rather than taking a deep dive into the physical side of this, because we're going to be talking about releasing emotions, I want to talk more about the energetic side of blockages. Suppressed emotions are the stuff that you hold on to from your past, right? All of those things that have happened that you think about them over and over and over, or something triggers you when you see something or hear something and it brings all the stuff back up again. This is the stuff that sits with you that you might bury or you might think about, like I said, over and over and over, never finding the release, just finding that pain or sadness continuing to come up and be present in your thoughts. This is not good for you, friends. As humans, we tend to hold on to and replay in our minds things that have harmed us and emotions that are more negative. Thank you, brain, for taking us to the negative a lot, but that's what it does. So these things tend to be stress, fear, trauma, regret, anger, or sadness. And when we hold on to these emotions, whether you know that you are or not, you are building stress in your body. 
So without getting too technical, because I'm not a doctor or a scientist, I don't want to get too much into the physical cellular side of it. I want to talk around this idea that you need to release stress to reduce the stress hormones, cortisol, epinephrine, and, adre and adrenaline. So this is that stress response that I've talked about before. When we get stressed, we, re we release stress hormones. There's a whole cellular process that takes place around the stress hormones in the body and how the stress can impact you on a cellular level that can cause damage to your cells. Again, I'm not going to get into that, but I do recommend if this interests you that you read Radical Remission because Turner really gets into this in one of her chapters and you can learn more about the science aspect of this um, cellular response to stress. Okay, let's keep moving forward. So for our purposes, let's think about stress in relation to an animal. When an animal gets stressed, it has a response that causes it to shake. So think about your dog. When your dog, for example, doesn't feel safe, surges of adrenaline help to prepare its body either to run away or to defend itself. And as adrenaline flows through its system, it gets the muscles ready for action and often causes them to shake or tremble. It's like that energetic um, vibration in your body that things are moving in order to be prepared to respond. This is what we see in animals. Shaking is the natural way to release tension and return the body to its normal homeostasis. So animals will shake after a stressful situation to release that stress hormone and get themselves back to home homeostasis to their normal selves. And it's a primal impulse to a stressful situation. So animals naturally shake to release tension after a life-threatening event. However, as humans, we've been socially conditioned to just sort of grin and bear it rather than releasing it. Like, okay, that happened and I'm just going to move forward rather than actually processing it or dealing it physically or dealing with it physically or emotionally. So you hold on to your stress and it sits with you and it can create health problems. Now, if you have cancer, you want to be creating as healthy a physical terrain in your body and mind as you can. You want a clean, clear, healthy space for your body to be able to do the work around the cancer, not have to worry about doing the work around all the other things. As an exceptional cancer patient, you can manage this through mindfulness and stress management practices. What I want for my clients and for you is to stay in the present. Thoughts and feelings around uncertainty are going to raise your stress levels and as a result, activate your fight or flight stress response. This includes that surge of stress hormones in your body. Staying in the present means not sitting in uncertainty, which inevitably will take you into fear and anxiety around the future. You cannot control the future. You cannot know what is going to happen in any aspect of life. But you can take control of your present through mindset and mindfulness practices so that you aren't projecting into situations that may never happen. Your brain is a jerk. And because your brain is a jerk, it's going to tell you all of the bad things that may happen related to your cancer. And this will send you into a spin and it will raise your stress. And we've talked before about how stress causes inflammation and cancer is an inflammatory disease. You see where I'm going here? We need to get out of that spin and we need to manage our stress by doing our inner work, 
by releasing, by mindfulness, so that we can be in homeostasis, in that place of calm, at home, in our body. You can't control everything around cancer, but you can control how you choose to think and manage your thoughts. Introspection, going inside, doing the emotional deep work might sound scary, but it is the best work you can do for yourself in terms of your emotional and physical healing. And it can start with one thought. Nothing has gone wrong here. Nothing has gone wrong here. Take this thought. And when you start to go down the path of all the things that might be happening related to your health, when you have a scan or a test coming up and your brain wants to tell you that the cancer is back, when you have an ache or a pain and your body is saying, oh my God, the cancer is back, tell yourself that nothing has gone wrong here. I'm not saying that things aren't happening. What I'm saying is that you need to bring yourself to a place of calm, staying present, not projecting into the future, because as far as you know, nothing has gone wrong here. Now, obviously, if you're feeling aches or pains that aren't normal, you want to go to the doctor and discuss it. But the truth still remains that nothing has gone wrong here. You don't know until you know. And therefore, allowing the brain to tell you all of the bad things, as I said, is going to create stress and activate the stress response. You don't know until you know. And then you can manage it. Releasing the emotions and managing stress in your body, your mind, and your spirit is work. It doesn't happen overnight, but it can happen with time. So what can you do? Keep a journal. Notice your thoughts when they come up, times that they come up, and how you respond to them. This will help you to see patterns and to identify what's setting you off. Start a gratitude practice. Being grateful for what you do have and for the good things in your life and around you helps to rewire your thoughts and elevate your emotions positively. You can write down what you are grateful for in a journal. You can keep a gratitude jar where you store little papers with your gratitude thoughts on them. Or even just say it out loud. I am grateful for. Hearing your own gratitude out loud can help you to internalize it. And that's going to elevate your mood, your joy, and get you out of projecting into the future. Practice letting go. Every day, think of things or situations that you want to release, that you want to let go of. This could include people in your past or your present that may have hurt you. Let that situation go, which is also the work of forgiveness. And forgiveness doesn't have to be something that you give to that other person necessarily. That forgiveness can just be a healing peace within yourself. They don't even need to know that you've forgiven them. But when you release that emotion that you're holding on to with forgiveness, you can let that go and move forward. Release your judgments of yourself or others. Let go of things you know you can't control. So practice letting go. Create a mindfulness practice. This could be 
meditation, yoga, forest bathing, grounding practices, some sort of art, anything that takes your attention from going, sorry, anything that takes your attention to going inside of yourself rather than focusing on outside of yourself. Mindfulness practices are about observing what's happening inside of you and in your mind and learning how to calm them and manage them. And work with a coach. My work, as I shared, supports people, body, mind, and spirit. I offer group coaching program and one-to-one coaching so that people can uncover what they're holding on to and releasing it. As I said at the beginning of the episode, the work that I have done in the last two years of working with my own coach has made a huge difference in how I see myself, how I interact with my family, how I see cancer, how I approach my work, and just my life in general. So I encourage you to find what works for you and give it a try. Just do it. You might be surprised at what you learn about yourself. Exceptional patients are willing to do their inner work. They are willing to be vulnerable as they access what they're holding on to. They are looking for cancer and recurrence prevention that can be supported by managing stress and emotional overwhelm, forgiving themselves and others, and going inside to love and support themselves. This is good work, and it can be part of your healing process too. I would love to hear from you and have you share what you've learned in this episode and how it's going to guide you to make the changes you've always wanted to make, to address the thoughts and the feelings that you've been holding on to, and to get yourself to a place of peace and calm. You can email me at hello at katherinewhite.coach. And I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review wherever you are listening to this episode. This helps me to reach more people like you who are looking for support and guidance and a different way to live with cancer. You are stepping into the world of the exceptional cancer patient, the one who is taking control of their life with cancer, the one who is ready to explore not how this happened, but how to move forward and not stay stuck in the diagnosis, the one who is ready to ask for help. You get to be exceptional. You get to decide. And if you're ready to get the support you've been looking for, if you are ready to explore a different way of living life with cancer, if you are ready to bring strategies into your life, then I invite you to join me in my Strategies for Living with Cancer Masterclass, which is running on Saturday, April 22nd at 12 p.m. Eastern. Becoming a cancer thriver is the best way for you to feel in control of your health and happiness without feeling like you are just surviving. I want to share with you the three-part process that I have learned and that I use for myself in my life with cancer. You can register for this masterclass through the link in the show notes or on my website, www.katherinewhite.coach. That's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N-W-H-I-T-E dot coach. There is a way to live with cancer that has you feeling calmer and more confident, and I can't wait to show you how. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of the day, and may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.